Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. I'd like to apologize from last Wednesday because what was happening was um, there was just a lot going on construction-wise, and it's, I've been dealing with it for over a year um, in my subdivision. They are building new houses. One was next door that just got finished, and now there's five more. So after this month, and I have a lot of other things I'm excited about um, going on with mentoring, I am going to shut down temporarily. I'm going to hiatus for about six months probably until um, the the holiday season. And um, I am going to temporarily not do the podcast. I am coming back. And keep in mind, this is episode 152. So there's a whole bunch of podcasting episodes for you guys to listen to. And as always, I like to tell everyone how much I appreciate their listening we are um, international now, a lot of different, you know, we have statistics at our hosting company that tells you where your listeners are downloading from. So I want to thank all of you in the different countries that are downloading. And I haven't had the time I need to put into the show like I want to. And as you know, from last year, I went from three episodes to just the one because of my work schedule. And this is temporary. I'm hoping that... Um, after the holiday season, I just go live. So that's just one of the goals. But this is a Women's History Month. And I hated that the episode that I did for last week, it just got so messed up with uh, construction and just a lot of noise, no matter how much I was trying to wait until the early mornings or late nights, it just didn't work out. So I decided to re-record it and put it for today, which happens to be March 16th, 2022. And I do want to talk about this Women's History Month article that um, they did for Time Magazine. You know, Time Magazine did a article that I found out about accidentally, and I do want to talk about it. And that's what this Wonderful Women Wednesday is going to be about because we're going to talk about some amazing women. So on time.com, and you know I always list my sources, they have an article called How Time Chose the 2022 excuse me, Women of the Year. And there's 12 of them that they chose and five of them are African-American. So um, Ebony Magazine, those who are African-American are very familiar with Ebony Magazine. It focuses on the cultural and the beauty of Black women. I'm going to talk about the Time Magazine, which is talking about how they chose these women, as well as uh, highlight the five African-American women and those who are not African-American, please don't be offended. The reason why I wanted to do this is, unfortunately, in 2022, being first or one of the few African-American women that does something that gets positive recognition is very far. I mean, it's not as normal as it should be. And being that Black History Month was a very short month, I'm kind of glad I'm about to... Um, talk about five more people who are making history that happen to be African-American. So the first part I want to talk about is the article in Time Magazine. 
And as I mentioned, I always list my sources. And this is on time.com. And it's talking about how they chose these women. So they say in March 2020, just weeks before the world closed down with the arrival of COVID-19, Time published a project highlighting 100 influential women, one per year starting in 20, excuse me, in 1920. This this was our way of correcting the record, addressing the legacy of a publication long known for its Man of the Year franchise, which only became Person of the Year in 1999. The response to that project was overwhelming and it crystallized our desire to find more ways to highlight the impact that women have on the world. So I want to give Time Magazine uh, their kudos for that. I want to go on and finish reading this article. It's not that long, but I also want you to listen to some audio from this. It goes on to say the pandemic underscored the ways in which broken systems hurt women from rising domestic violence to dispro- excuse me, disproportionate job losses. When we sat down last fall to conceive a version of this project that could become an ongoing tradition, we chose to spotlight leaders who are working to create a better future for women everywhere. Our 2022 Women of the Year list features 12 individuals who have reached across communities, generations, and borders to fight for a more inclusive and equitable world. So just by that, I had to do this episode because that's what I want to embody at Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy. Initially, when I started this, it was a political year. I was trying to hold politicians and organizations dealing with the politics accountable, which we still are. But we also end up doing celebrations of people. You know, as I mentioned last year, I had three episodes. One was Marvelous Motivating Monday. Wonderful Women Wednesday and Fantastic Fellas Friday, which they will be back. But right now I'm focusing on uh, Wednesdays and this is a Wonderful Women Wednesday. They go on to say, uh, someone's quoted as saying, well, Amal Clooney, George Clooney's wife is quoted as saying, you have to have dogged determination. And, you know, human rights lawyer and woman of the year honoree Amal Clooney said in a rare interview given to Nobel Peace Prize winning journalist Maria Ressa, who was herself named the person of the year in 2018. Mrs. Clooney goes on to say, you're coming up against people whose power and existence depend on them continuing to commit serious abuses and they're not going to give up. So we definitely can't give up on our side. She's quoted as saying that, and I agree with her. We have to use the power of womanhood and women togetherness to get some things done. It goes on to say, Clooney's words took on searing prescience when a week before this project was set to launch, Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered forces to invade Ukraine. Hundreds of thousands of people have fled the country, mostly women and children, with fighting age men summoned to fight. 
Images from the borders have called to mind another humanitarian crisis that has defined the past year. When the Taliban returned to power in Afghanistan, Zor Jolia, the founder of Rukshana, and if I'm mispronouncing it, as always, please forgive me, media, and one of the country's few female journalists was evacuated to London. But she and her team of female reporters, keep that in mind, women, female reporters inside Afghanistan and abroad continue to report on the issues affecting Afghan women. Quoted as saying, we don't do simple journalism these days. Joa, one of this year's honorees, told Time, contributing editor Angelina Jolie. Yes, that Angelina Jolie. She goes on to quote, we are trying to write our own freedom. The article continues to say, some of the women on our list have stepped into the spotlight with new solutions like software engineer Tracy Chow or Cho. I'm not sure if I'll pronounce so. I think it's Tracy Cho. Experience relentlessness. Excuse me. Let me back up. Tracy Cho experienced relentless abuse online. Wow, that's so sad. And she, because of that, created an app to combat it. Jenny Joseph, a British midwife based in Florida, is fighting to end the black maternal mortality crisis by training one by training one midwife at a time. Others are using the power the power they already have to lift up the less empowered. Wow. After the 2016 election, actor and producer Kerry Washington committed to leveraging her celebrity to fuel her political activism. Quote, the most effective use of my microphone, Washington said, is handing it to women and marginalized people. Wow. This is so great. Leading with empathy and compassion was a thread that ran through the honoree stories. Inaugural poet Amanda Gorman emphasized her appreciation for leadership qualities often seen as feminine. And singer, I apologize, I forgot. And singer, um, songwriter Casey Musgraves spoke about finding the courage to write honest music. It always makes it easier to put vulnerable thoughts out there when you know they're going to be met with connection. On March 8th, International Women's Day, well, they decided to convey the honoree at a time Woman of the Year Gala in Los Angeles. Wow, that is so, so, oh my goodness. And then it goes on to say, and this article, of course, was done a couple of weeks ago. We can't wait to be in the room with these incredible women and to hear them connect over their ideas. Alice, Allison Felix, who is a track star, megastar, she said it best when she said, when you speak your truth, things happen. You draw power from one another. And I know as a woman who collaborates with other women, that is definitely a true statement. So I, you know, I wanted to read that, but they also, you know, go to this article. You will see that they have um, 
a lot of video on this page where they're talking to the women individually. And I actually initially had tried to um, record it and play it last week. But unfortunately, if you've been watching any type of news or talk show or programs where they're talking to someone via satellite or Zoom, just not live any other way, sometimes it get distorted. That was my biggest challenge during the podcast. Um, I have a lot of nice equipment, but some of it's so complicated because I'm my own engineer. I didn't get the chance to use it and learn it. I'm learning as I go and editing as I go. So it was really challenging. And I decided that I'm not even going to put myself through that and try to redo that because I really want this uh, episode to go out today. So what I want to do now is talk about the five black females. And as I mentioned, if you're not African-American, Please don't be offended that I'm doing this, but I find it very important to do this, especially being an African-American woman myself and living in the United States with so much division going on. I want people to realize how together we really are, not as divided as people are trying to make us um, be. But I do want to talk about these five women, and this is going to be just, it's a very short article. And it's entitled Five Black Women Named to Times 2022 Women of the Year. And it was done on March 4th. The thing that really is disappointing is that it's so abnormal that it had to be a big deal. And that's the sad part of this. So let's talk about these five women. The first one we're going to talk about is Allison Felix. Allison Felix is a seven-time Olympic gold medalist had another banner year in 2021. She won two medals at the Tokyo Olympics, becoming the most decorated woman in track and field. Now, the funny thing about that is I didn't realize that. I thought it would have been like uh, Jackie Joyner or, um, well, Marion got stripped of her medal. So I'm not, I don't know, but I'm a fan of Allison Felix and I felt that I needed to put all of these women, these five African-American women in their own highlight that is done on ebony.com. And they go on to talk about her. They say that um, she's wearing shoes made by Sash. I guess it's pronounced Sash or I don't know. It's spelled A, excuse me, S-A-Y-S-H. You know, when I can't pronounce it, I'm going to definitely spell it. So then that way you can know what I'm talking about. And they said it's a brand she launched just weeks before the Olympic Games. So bravo to her. Why not promote your own stuff? So uh, check it out, y'all. And it's spelled S-A-Y-S-H. And she launched this uh, brand. Felix also point out the double standard between female and male athletes in the sport industry. In 2019, she wrote an op-ed for the New York Times alleging that Nike, her sponsor, wanted her to pay 70, wanted her to pay. I think this might be a typo. I think they wanted to pay her, but I don't know. I'm just reading it. Wanted her to pay 70% less after she had a child. I think they typed, this is a typo, and they wanted to pay her 70% less because that doesn't make sense them wanting her to pay down. But I'm just reading it. So when you go see the source, you'll see where I got the information from. Um, But they say they wanted to pay her, excuse me, wanted her to pay 70% less after she had a child, pointing out that the industry made rules mostly for and by men. 
women, you know, if you're in an industry that is male dominated, unfortunately, that happens a lot. And if you remember the uh, female, I think it was the soccer team fought for their uh, financial, excuse me, for the same rights that the men had. And if I'm not mistaken, and if I am, forgive me, this is just from recollection of watching TV. I think not only did they win, but they had won championships that the men didn't win. So technically, uh, within the last couple of years, they were the better team, but got less money. So that is just another example of women, just like in the workplace, getting paid less for the same work they're doing, um, that men are doing. Now, they, the next person they talk about is Amanda Gorman. Amanda Gorman busted onto the national stage when she recited her poem, The Hill We Climb, during President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris' inauguration, becoming the youngest inaugural poet in U.S. history. She was also the first person to be named National Youth Poet uh, Lorette, 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 you know, I can't pronounce this word, but it's spelled L-A-U-R-E-A-T-E, and you can go look it up for the definition. She's quoted as saying, girls have spent so much of their lives being told to be seen and not heard, and you can see how they might bring that fear to the page. Last year, Gorman published three books, The Hill We Climb, a hardcover edition of her inaugural poem, the picture book Change Sings, a children's anthem, and Call Us What We Carry, her latest collection of poetry. One of the things about Amanda that a lot of people didn't know, and the reason why I know it is because I actually have a podcast episode strictly on Amanda. So go check it out. She is a twin. She has a twin sister. And if you go to that episode, you will learn more about her and her twin sister, as well as see a picture of them together. So go check that out. Remember, this is episode 152. So there's 151 episodes before this with plenty of information. And you can see the growth of the podcast um, in those different episodes. Now, the next person they talk about is Sherilyn Eiffel. Sherilyn Eiffel has been the president and director, excuse me, the president and director, yeah, that's right, the president and director counsel of the NAACP Legal Defense Fund for the last nine years. The law professor has implemented an intersectional focus with her work at the nation's oldest civil rights organization, arguing that everything the NAACP does impacts the lives of women, not just black women, women. Although she will be resigning, excuse me, <coughs> Although she will be resigning, actually, she resigned this week on March 14th. Uh, Eiffel says that NAACP is committed to fighting for equality. She's quoted as saying, I think it has mattered. My voice, not only as a black civil rights leader, but as a black woman civil rights leader, to speak with power, authority, and knowledge, she says. Also quoted as saying, it is important to show that women who have chosen a path of service can rise to the highest level. Now, keep in mind, she said women, not just black women, all women. So women, keep that quote in mind. 
Now, the next person that Ebony talks about is Jenny Joseph. Now, I had never heard of Jenny Joseph, so this is like a Black History Month for me. Jenny Joseph is a British-trained midwife who has made maternal morality crisis that Black women face her life's work. She has become one of the world's most highly regarded midwives and foremost authorities on women's health concerning healthy pregnancies, healthy deliveries, and healthy babies. She's an advocate for the maternal well-being of Black women and believes her vocation is to create a safe space for Black families. Quote, you need to feel safe. You need to feel whole. You need to feel supported, explains Joseph. Quote, people come here because they want to feel heard. There's the calling to midwifery. It's been my entire life. Wow. That's big when you say it's been your entire life. She goes on to say, it's been my entire life because you cannot stand by and tolerate injustice. Not when you found ways that do actually make a difference. With the United States having the worst, keep that in mind, listen to this. The United States having the worst maternal death rate of all, excuse me, of any developed country in the world and and impacting Black women even more. Joseph's work is essential for the Black community to flourish. That is 1,000% true statement. And I know this has been an issue with a lot of people I know in the Black community, having a lot of nurses in my family. I've heard so many stories about that. So I want to just say shout out to Jenny Joseph because I had never heard of her until then. The last person you are very familiar with, we want to call her Olivia Pope, but she is Kerry Washington. And there's a video where she's talking about it. And like I said, initially I was going to, um, I had recorded her in Mrs. Clooney's uh, interview, but it's just, transferring people don't realize when you're podcasting and you're taking stuff from microphone computers and then you're transferring it it can get distorted because it's about three or four sometimes five different steps so i didn't want to do that let's talk about carrie washington not as olivia pope although go check out her interview because she talks about being olivia pope and how people come to her about stuff it's actually a great um interview Kerry Washington is not only an Emmy Award winning, but she's also a political activist with plans to make an impact in the world. She views her work as an actress, as an extension of her activism. She gave a speech at the Los Angeles Women's March in 2017. Wow, I missed that march, but I wish I could have saw it. I probably can Google it or go on YouTube as you guys can as well. She campaigned for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in 2020 and worked with Stacey Abrams to get out the vote in the 2021 Georgia runoffs. In fact, it was her role as Olivia Pope on the hit ABC drama scandal that catapulted her as an activist. Quote, in a world that marginalizes people of color and women, to center a black woman and make her fully human 
became perceived as a political act, she said. Wow. Well, ladies, you know, like I said, I I just wanted to salute these women and I want to say bravo to Time Magazine and also bravo to Ebony.com because although Time Magazine did the article, I like as an African-American woman just coming behind Black History Month, the Ebony came behind them and pulled the five out of the 12 women mentioned that were African-American to give them their own shine in a different light. Uh, a lot of people of color don't read Time Magazine. I'm just being honest, don't care. And um, Ebony, they would read that those five people's uh, accomplishments even though they wouldn't read it in time. And of course, the highlights are different, but the overall goal for this episode is to salute all 12 women, thank time for these amazing women, and you ladies keep doing what you're doing. And all the ladies listening, remember how powerful we are. This is not just Women History Month. This is Women History Year, if you ask me. Women History Forever, if you ask me. The last two years, women have done so many amazing things to show our power, to emphasize what we're not going to accept as not normal anymore. So um, as we continue with the next two weeks of celebrating Women's History Month, I just want to say bravo. So I'm going to end this episode, and I just want to remind you guys that uh, you can follow me on social media, and I'm not going to lie, I'm not on there like most people. I just don't have the time. So what I'm going to do is as time as I'm taking time off after this March, because I got to do Women's History Month, but I'm going to take a couple months off, probably won't come back until the holidays in November. But as I mentioned, there's 151 other episodes. This is 152. Please go check us out and follow us. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in Advocacy, capital L as in Ladies. We are also on Instagram, and that's also at Advocacy Ladies. And we are on all the podcast apps. We are on Pandora, Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, and Amazon's Alexa Tune In. And of course, we want you to follow us on our hosting podcast uh, company, which is Podbean. So, you know, I always tell you, if you have any questions or comments, give us a call. We're at 404-855-7723. You can always send me an email at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. And you know, I like to end all of my episodes with my favorite question. What do you have to say? Thank you for listening. <laughs>